0: Jamie?
1: Hi. Hey, okay. I was having a hard time
0: getting back in. <laughs> hey, you're good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, hello to Jamie and hello to all of our listeners. Um, I'm sorry that it has been a while um since I recorded last. We've had kind of a crazy month. Um just, you know, family stuff and um then we we just got back yesterday from uh, trip to the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina and that was super fun. Uh, as soon as we got back here to Texas uh, we walked outside of the airport and our baby was like, it's hot! And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry that's why we went to the mountains. <laughs> um, he, he did not do well with heat. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's in for a rude awakening. <laughs> but we, we had so much fun um, and now we're getting back to whatever normal is for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, but I wanted to tell our listeners, um, thank you again for joining us. If you're new to the podcast, um, it's just called The More You Know, Honest Discussions and Practical Tips. And what we do on here, um, sometimes I'll I'll be here alone and then other times we'll have guests. Um, m- most often we'll have a guest and um, they'll just share their heart and stories about things that have inspired them along those lines because uh, you know when you get I I tell everybody I love reading I read all the time but until you actually live through something and then you look back and you know that that hindsight of like oh wow I wish I would have known these things about going through that and so that's that's the gist of it and my hope for the podcast um, is just that people know that you know you're not alone in this journey and to to talk about things that you know even if you might not be personally going through them you're gonna know somebody that's going through whatever we're talking about like it's just you're gonna know somebody going through different life stages so today I have my friend Jamie here and we met uh, um I was just telling her I I don't know it's been so long that it makes me feel (laughs) old (laughs) saying I want to say we met probably when I was like eight years old maybe mm-hmm. younger because yeah. um, I remember you you were at my 10th birthday party we had a little yep. tea party and I remember doing this. yes I, the, <laughs> yes, I will never died. forget <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I met Jamie like I said when I was a really little girl mm-hmm. and her mom was our most favorite nurse now now that's not to be you know to play too much favorites with our other, we had a great medical staff as younger, and like yeah. I had really bad asthma, so we were at the doctor quite a bit. But we love Jamie's mom, Miss Pat. Like, she would take the, such good care of us. And so, yeah, she made the doctor's office less traumatizing for the three of us, right. you know, kids. <laughs> and then as we became, like, friends with their family, like, we would, you know, we we went over to y'all's house and y'all came over to ours. And like mm-hmm. said I said, I was totally into tea parties and all that as kids. So oh, Jamie would yeah. come over and we would have, you know, little fruit tarts and tea and, mm-hmm. and then you know i think we went swimming a couple of times yeah we um, did mm-hmm. yeah i was thinking yeah. we had so mm-hmm. we didn't as kids we didn't go swimming very often but yeah um, yeah it was just fun so yeah and then the last time i saw uh, your parents um i was working at the bookstore so it's i haven't oh, been like yeah. the bookstore for 12 years so it's been a Gosh. decent bit and i was yeah. like, And that's the beauty of social media. Like, I was glad that when Stephen told me he was, like, my brother, he was like, hey, guess who I found on social media today? And I was like, who's that? And he was like, Jamie. And I was like, oh, cool. I know. So when he found
1: me, I was like, what? Look at you.
0: You're all grown up. I know. (laughs) So we're, we're planning on reconnecting. Like, we were just talking about how, you know, COVID, we having to be careful and work through things. But mm-hmm. uh, now that, you know, we've, we've had our vaccines and all that, we're, we're going to have to get together with our long lost friends. So. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, goodness. But Jamie, thank you so much for joining me today. And yeah. um, I, I want to let our listeners know that, you know, we're going to be talking about um autism and that's something that, you know, honestly, like I know the very, Basics of it, but mm-hmm. I I haven't, and I have a a friend, um, whose son is, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, like I um really just don't know a whole lot about that, and I'm looking forward to you sharing your heart about um that side of things and what you've learned over the years. So
1: yeah, okay, good. I'm I'm really glad that we're getting the opportunity to do this too. I kind of have started trying to you know get as much information for myself as possible but then also share you know this experience with other people because it is something that is starting to circulate more often because you're seeing more you know cases of it coming out every day but um, everybody still kind of has so many questions about how to approach it, you know, where does it come from? What in the world is it, you know? (laughs) So um, I think it's great that you, you know, invited me here and I really appreciate that. I appreciate the, the platform that you've made here as well because I think the concept is amazing. It's a lot of things that, does we we never get a chance to just sit down and talk about you know these things that we go through in life and like you said even though you may not go through it yourself you'll know someone who does and so i really appreciate you for doing this this is a great concept in itself um so i'm excited i'm excited to do this
0: and and tell our listeners um like i know you have a youtube channel yes Um, so where where can people go to find that if you wanna
1: Sure. Yeah, it's it's actually called J Sweet. It's J A I S W E E T all Together um, on YouTube. And as well, my two girls who actually have autism, um, which is my connection to the subject, um, they have a channel which we're trying to revamp <laughs> over the next oh, right. month or so. Um, but it's called Love Over Autism, and that's all together. Okay. So okay. Um, I haven't they, watched
0: it. I'm gonna have to. To watch that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that going again. Um, we started and then everything happened. So, you know, we just didn't right. get a chance to keep doing stuff. So, but they're excited to get back to it. They've been asking about it. So we're going
0: to get That's back on that. Fun. Yeah. That's fun. That's great. Well, tell us a, a little bit about how um, this journey started.
1: With okay. Okay. Good. Um, I actually... Um, Had my girls about, uh, my oldest is 13, youngest is 11. Um, And I think about the second year for my oldest, she started showing signs of regression. So basically, you know, when you would typically see your child say, mommy, daddy, um, you know, attempting to count or, you know, say color names and things like that. um, She was doing all of that. And then when my second baby finally came, it just all kind of slowed down. And we Mm. thought, okay, maybe this is just because the second baby comes, first baby feels kind of maybe neglected, you know, or whatever it is. So maybe she just needs a little bit more attention. But um, it progressed to not getting any eye contact. Um, If you said her name, she would not really respond right away. Um, And so the signs just continue to grow And uh, we, she was in a daycare, the both of them were um, right around two and a half, three for her and right around one to one and a half for my youngest. And um, they had a speech pathologist come through and gave them an evaluation. And she sat down with me and she said, I really think you need to have them evaluated for um, autism. I'm seeing signs of autism. And of course I was like, "Nope, don't say that. That, you know we're not going to claim any of that that's ridiculous yeah. you know because at that time i really didn't know what autism meant and you know typically in the older days if you said that there was some type of diagnosis we associated that with like down syndrome or you know something that we've viewed as much more severe and so when you said something like that it was just kind of like no it's not that bad you're going too far you know like (laughs) it was automatically like no way but um as I you know started to to really focus on the the symptoms and the characteristics that I was seeing I was going okay maybe there's something that I do need to do so I had them evaluated at um the children's hospital in Fort Worth. And, uh, and they told me that it was, um, confirmed that they both did have autism on different sides of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. um, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, um, because that can be so confusing. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? Um, but one of the most heartbreaking things in that moment that happened was my oldest was more severe Mm -hmm. and, um, when the doctor explained to me, you know, what she had gotten from the evaluation, she said, your youngest, you know, she will probably be, you know, fine. She'll probably kind of grow out of some of these challenges that she's experiencing right now. But then she said, you're, you're, you're oldest. And she looked at me and she just kind of shook her head.
0: Mm. And
1: I had my breakdown moment, right? Wow, then. You know, it was just kind of like, how dare you give me that moment to, you know, to take right. that moment and, and go, there's no hope for her, you know, like mm. it just, it still kind of hits me today that, you know, we experienced that because I know that a lot of people do and that's, yeah, it fuels how you approach your journey and that right. is, um, that can be either helpful or detrimental, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it all got started. And it was very young, but, um, and I was very young, which made it even harder. (laughs) I was very young. And, um, to top it all off, you know, I was going through a separation, which ultimately ended up in divorce during that Mm. time as well. So we were going through a lot, but, um,
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely how it started. (laughs) Goodness. And that's a lot of like, that's a lot for you to handle. And I I know, you know, your mama heart is like, you want to fix all the things and be, uh, do all the things to help. And, you know, sometimes just recognizing those times of this is, this is what I need to do to gain the tools and the experience to help move forward because this thing might not change yeah and I know that's got to be so rough and I know yeah. parents all over have experienced those things to different degrees with mm-hmm. you know other with with medical issues or with um yeah. any kind of trauma I mean that that's a lot in to, general um, yeah to deal with so mm-hmm. um but they you know what I see now like it, it, you know from your posts and pictures and talking with you is like you've You've been able to work through those things and help them grow and thrive and mm-hmm. and work better and it's it, like when I see all those pictures I think of just the word joy like I yeah. see you and it just absolutely <laughs> radiant. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so you. How, how did you guys like? Um, I love that you sent me the the points that we're gonna talk about, but like mm-hmm. on that subject of of the spectrum being like broad spectrum means more than you think like what what all does that encompass for you and your y'all's journey?
1: Um, so when it comes to the spectrum, I think it's something that um, people just kind of throw around, but you don't truly get like what that actually means. Um, mm-hmm. For us, me having two of them um, at two different ages, you know, and two different stages in their life at the same time, it is basically like the idea is one of them will struggle with a a different set of challenges while the other one may be way more advanced but still struggle with their set of challenges and so um There are children who are so far severe that they won't speak at all. You know, they will might just make sounds or, you know, they may not be able to put together, um, you know, a full sentence of thoughts that like you and I are talking or discussing things right now. They would not be able to follow, you know, so there's a lot of different characteristics that many different children you know, go through and Mm. I truly personally believe that it has a lot to do with personality you know, it depends mm, on yeah. whether or not that child has that personality of openness, um, whether or not they are, you know, giggly. You know, if they if they just have like right. a really good, you know, sense of humor, or you know, if they want to be kind of out, but they might just be a little bit afraid, or you know, it just kind of depends on the personality. So um, that spectrum is broad because. Also, there could be other underlining things there, Mm -hmm. which I'll go into later on as well, because um, I think that people see um, autism and they think that it's a standalone thing. Typically it is not. Um, And if it is, there are things that can be done to counteract autism and, Mm -hmm. and ultimately get them to a sense of normality, whatever that may be for them. You know, so
0: yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, so the broad spectrum is—it's um, just a—it's—it's it's a weird way. I feel like it's a weird way for the medical industry to express that to people who are not really as knowledgeable about, you know, autism or even people who have autism and how that affects their life. You know, knowing right. that there's a broad spectrum is. it's it's the truth but what exactly does that represent for people when you meet them you know and they say oh yeah I have autism some people can articulate that some people can't you know but you have to just kind of be able to see that okay this person is moving a little bit slower or they're not exactly grasping what I'm trying to say and sometimes that could be you know autism and we also have to know that there are a lot of people who are undiagnosed, you know, some people don't even know that they have it. Um, So it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more than it seems. And I say it that way because I just want people to know approach people with love, approach people with care, Mm -hmm. understand that everybody has their own struggle. It doesn't matter if it's autism or not, you never know what a person is going through. So when you approach it in a way that you know you would want people to approach you then you get that sense of okay something is different here before you make the wrong move and I'm going to tell you an experience that I had which broke me down actually (laughs) this was after my children Um, I had my children right there at the table with me we were at a restaurant and this young guy was serving us and I had asked him for a few things he never came back with, you know, and I'm sitting here going, what in the world is going on here? You know, and I yeah. gave him my order and it was like, you know, he kind of was getting it and he wrote it down. But it just, you know, any other request that I had, it was just kind of going over his head. Okay. And um, when he came back to the table, he said, oh, um, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Uh, I forgot to bring you, you know, this thing. And he was looking at his pad. He had written it down and mm. I said, um, okay, yeah, that's fine. I kind of had a little bit of an attitude. And then I sat there for a minute and I thought, he has all the signs of autism. Mm.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: Like and then- I feel so horrible, you know, like mm. I felt like me as a mother, you know, should know above everybody else. That, you know, this is not how you approach this kind of situation. Does not matter if he had the signs or not? What if he just was, you know, a person with dyslexia or, right. you know, I mean, really? So it was just I had to check myself in that moment and humble myself a little bit and understand that it's about how you approach people, you know, yeah, and that absolutely. spectrum is so broad that you just never really know. It could be a touch of autism or it could be full blown
0: right you know yeah no that's a good point and like you know I worked um, in human resources for about three years and mm-hmm. loved working in there um, and then as I worked I, I realized and my director was just wonderful um, she's been in the human resources world for I don't know maybe 25 years um, and she's so knowledgeable and you know that was something that I just, you know, in, in college, there's like one chapter on accommodating employees with, you know, disabilities and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going through like every year, I think she has to take, I want to say 90 hours every couple of years of ongoing education to keep her certification and all that. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I said, that's something that you could take an entire course on. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, the, the textbooks that I have, they've, Barely scratched the surface of yeah. of learning how to, you know, it, like there's there was a community a business communications course mm-hmm. that talked about different strategies and approaches to work with employees. But, you know, on on that set of things, like there's just a lot to learn. yeah. and, you know, thinking about that as, you know, with coworkers and managers and all that, like, having those resources to say, you know what? And, 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 you know, I've talked to, I've talked to people about that on, um, you you know, we, our, our society is very focused on, you need to work and pull Mm -hmm. uh, yourself up by your bootstraps kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then when they're, somebody might not be functioning at the level of what someone has said mm-hmm. it's like you need to go back and reevaluate and say okay what what can we do to help you know okay. this person navigate through and i think that you know there's a lot of there's a lot of places that are doing a great job with that and then there's other people that until something happens it's like oh shoot i didn't know that we needed to do that right <laughs> <You> now <laughs> yes and so, so that's that's really you know from from a customer standpoint just realizing, you know, yeah, I need to be patient and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, try to give some grace in this moment because this, you know, this might not be anything with that person giving you Mm -hmm. bad service. It might just be something that they're having a learning issue with. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, that's good to, to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really good. I'm glad you. you brought that up yeah
1: definitely. it was a it was a, a changing moment for me and how I approach it for sure. And I just thought to myself, you know, is this how I want people to treat my kids? You know, yeah, <laughs> so sometimes yeah. that's you know that's the thing that you have to think about, you know, like how do I want my kids to see the world and how do I want the world to interact with my child? Um, right. So yeah, it's it's a it's a really humbling moment
0: once you get there. So yeah yeah wow well thanks for sharing that that's awesome that I mean you know I, I know sometimes again those lessons of learning life the hard way is kind of like Whoa. yeah <laughs> yes, um, yes. It, it definitely sinks in mm-hmm. um, for sure so, wow and then your second point about like um on here being like a state of mind do you want to kind of share about that (laughs) yes okay so um
1: through my studies on figuring what autism really was I found out that it actually originated with a patient um back in the 1940s that was experiencing um schizophrenic um sessions like in and out he would come in and out of these uh moments where he would talk to himself he would you know go through all of these um aggressive moments and then Mm. when he would calm himself down he would exit out mentally you know where he would just kind of block out everyone else he would not notice a person coming into the room um and the doctors basically Uh, characterize that as an autistic state of mind Mm. and so um autism is something like i was saying earlier that you know the medical society has kind of made us feel as though it stands alone and in some cases it might but it's very very rare when it does and it usually is a stem from something else Mm. um so you know the person be going through um different syndromes that are genetic um and there are genetic mutations of different genes that can transfer typically what they believe is from a father but it can be a a combination of both father and mother um but those things kind of come together to create that autistic state of mind and so the the typical characteristics that they say are like impaired um, social interaction, communication problems and repetitive behaviors. So um, that's kind of the idea of autism in itself. But um, there is an organization, well, there was, I'm going to say, an organization. And let me put this disclaimer out. I am not a medical professional, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and I'm not um, going to turn this into a political thing at all, but I am going to state that there was a medical organization called DAN, and they were, um, Defeat Autism Now is what it stands for, that mm-hmm. um, they were reportedly curing children with autism. Now, if you look it up on Google right now, it will tell you there is no cure for autism. You know, they will have you believe that this is something that your children will live with for life. It'll never get better. You know, (laughs) like you can help Mm. them with therapies and all of that kind of stuff. But and it might improve some of the symptoms, but this is something they'll just always live with. And that is not all theories. Um, And so that is, I think, the. The thing that we go through, especially when it comes to Western medicine, is that big pharma takes the cake. You know, if it's something that they can make money on, Mm -hmm. they don't want you to have any hope at all because hope is what drives us. Hope gives us that fuel to try to find something that can get us out. And They don't want us to have that. They want us to feel like there is no way out. But these Dan doctors were inevitably shut down because they they took them to court. Of course, Supreme Court said, you know, you are putting out false information. You can't cure this. You don't know what it is. You don't. And but even though they had hundreds of cases where it actually happened, um, a lot of it has a lot to do with heavy metal um in the body and how it affects different genes in the brain you know and things like that um so these doctors um basically proved what i truly believe which is autism is in fact a state of mind that you're in due to something else that's going on in your body and that could be anything you know it could literally be anything but um That is, that's truly what I feel. I feel like it's a real thing because of what I experienced with my children. Um, I had to kind of take myself out of that mind frame of, I need you to behave like this because this is what's expected of you. And realize that, you know, I needed to go wherever they were in their brain and join them there. Mm. and then help them find a way to me, you know? And that was more powerful than anything, any other therapy, you know, anything else that we had gone through um, to try to help with these symptoms. And once I did that, I started getting eye contact. You know, I started getting responses when I called her name you know especially my oldest and it was um, a point of change that happened almost immediately it seemed like immediately um and I just I know for a fact that it truly is a state of mind and I think um You know the separation that was happening between my ex-husband and i during that time had a lot to do with it as well you know i think we underestimate how children um you know go through the things that we take them along through in life you know sometimes we're just taking them along may not directly be because of them but you know they are still experiencing it with us right so that separation um gave them kind of like a separation anxiety caused a little mm-hmm. bit more shutdown than may have typically happened you know mm-hmm. so going in and realizing that you know my right
0: yeah, I yeah. Find her, you know
1: like I gotta find <laughs> yeah. my baby and bring her back you know so yeah. um that state of mind situation is, is a real thing. It really is. So I want people to understand that because to know that gives you the power to understand that there is a connection point somewhere in there. There is a place where you and that person can be on the same level.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: once you find that there is nothing that can stop that, you know, that, that relationship from building, no matter what it is, whether it's an employee, whether it's a friend, you know, no matter what it is, once you find that there's no limits, there really isn't. But sometimes it's very important to look outside of what we expect and find what's actually there.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. And like, again, seeing like I know, you know. I know this about you. You love your kids more than you can, you know. You would do anything and love your kids more than anything else in the whole wide world. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. that's just again that that mama heart coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we were laughing the other day uh, about something I had said one time, and you know, I'm usually a pretty calm. Part. Well, I say calm. I'm usually pretty flexible and like adaptable and all that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but we had had a. a Conversation about something, and I I went into full on mama bear mode, and <laughs> my husband was just cracking up. He's like, "I've never seen you like this," and I'm like, "Well, we've never had yep. a baby bear before." <laughs> that's right, that's right. And you I said, "Mama, mama bear will come out, and and if I have to, you know, put on full mama bear mode, then we will." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it was just so funny, and and it wasn't anything like in our immediate family. It was an external something that happened Mm -hmm. and I was like uh that dude better watch it and and so yeah and so I I love that you say like that connecting point because and and again I think that that's what sometimes people need Mm -hmm. and we sometimes I feel like maybe in our society maybe there's a little bit of that false perception of you know we're super advanced technology wise and we've got all these resources but then You know realizing like i had a i was on a rant the other day with my one of my friends about women's health Mm -hmm. and like that is still an area that's not you know medically like the amount of research that's gone into that side of things is very minimal compared to other things yes and so i think that's the same thing like with some of the um you know with autism and and any honestly any kind of um, mental health issues I hope I'm not you know no
1: yeah
0: Yeah. saying that in a bad way but you know anything like that I feel like there's still just so much to learn Mm -hmm. um and that our you know our our medical society um I think that there's wonderful research being done, but, you know, there's just still so much more to learn with it that um, it's incredible. And it's, it's frustrating when you have somebody going through it and you're like, I just want to Mm -hmm. help. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: I agree. I think that, you know, again that's just kind of my theory with the uh the western medicine and and how the government and all of that kind of coincides is you know they will have us think that they know the best and that is just not always the truth because typically when you go and see a doctor about anything cerebral palsy you know down syndrome autism Mm -hmm. dyslexia Typically, those people do not have a child in their home who is experiencing that. Right. Typically, they do not have a a person in their family who has experienced? Now, very rarely, yes, you will find that, that maybe the brother or sister or mom or dad, you know, may have experienced it in a close range, but they typically do not have a child at home that they are caring for on a, on a daily basis and are able to see and experience those things firsthand and then give you realistic, real time, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like concrete it's information. So you kind of have to take those things with a grain of salt. You know, it can help you along the way, but let it be nothing more than help. It is not Bible. You know, it just right. isn't. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I talked so with true. my friend Joanna
0: about that because on a, a couple of podcasts ago, she's got some very rare, well, and one, a couple of issues that have been undiagnosed, but just some all kinds of crazy, like medical issues. Uh, autoimmune issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, just on a on a very simple scale, like, you know, the, the doctors didn't diagnose me with asthma for right. two years, because by the time I got to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. um, and this was before your mom was, before we got to <laughs> you know, <laughs> your mom's, you know, where she was a nurse what in the clinic like, there, uh-huh. but there was another... Uh, a place that we were another doctor that we were seeing at the time. And, and, and I'm sure it wasn't intentionally neglectful, but by the time I got in to see the doctor, I wasn't having asthma attack anymore because Mm -hmm. you either get over it or you're croak. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, and since I was breathing fine at that point, they were like, Oh, I think, you know, well, I think you're fine. And now I know there's been more research about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I take that side of stuff with a grain of salt too, and I'll try different things Mm -hmm. because I, I have the asthma under control, but there are still certain things that, you know, like I didn't go hike up to Masada in the dead heat of summer in Israel one time because when we were there because I was like, I might not be able to breathe yeah. very well when I get up there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to have an asthma attack on the hill. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we took the lift and, you know, there's there are certain things that I know, oh, I probably shouldn't do that thing, but it is under control now. But I tell people all the time, like, you know, I I do take my asthma medicine. I take it every day. Um, I don't take all of them because, you know, like there's a few that well, that's a different discussion for later, but how ridiculously yeah. expensive they are. Yes. But you know, it, it should be illegal to charge somebody four hundred and eighty dollars for an inhaler. Yeah. Um uh, it ridiculous. But you know, like I'll I'll try the things and I absolutely agree that you know, diet and weight management and all that definitely help. Yeah. Um it doesn't cure it, but it does help. I have less, you know, triggers um, Mm -hmm. of knowing what those things are and just educating yourself on, on both the Eastern and Western sides of medicines and Mm -hmm. treatment therapy. And, you know, you, you try it and, and our bodies are so unique that I think sometimes like we forget too, that, just because something works for somebody doesn't work for the other person because our bodies are made up differently sometimes.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's so true.
0: So, yeah, so I, I think that that's absolutely something to, you know, consider. And and as you're, you know, working through that, and again, like what I'm hearing is that you're going to do whatever you need to do to make sure your child is healthy and thriving. Absolutely. And so that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, which I guess brings us to, The the management and repetition is a key thing that you've learned how to like work through with your kiddos Mm -hmm. to help them develop those good habits and patterns to help them maybe feel more comforted in situations Mm -hmm. yeah to i mean yeah
1: more than anything um for my kids i'm gonna say it's about building their confidence you know Mm -hmm. if they feel like know there are things that you expect of them but they can't do it then Mm -hmm. they experience more of those moments of what i call autism i name autism throughout different things because i choose to separate autism from my child
0: yeah that's awesome
1: you know so i go okay if i'm asking you to sit down and read And you're having this moment where you're like, no, I can't, I can't, mom, I can't read. I can't do it. I can't, I know. I understand that that is an autism moment, Yeah. you know, that's that's a moment that you're experiencing. And so we're going to work our way through that, you know? So management to me is that being able to separate those fun times, those moments where, you know, oh, my child is like full-bodied here with me right now and then noticing those moments when they veer off or they start staring into space or you know like they get those moments where autism is kind of taking over and making them feel like they can't progress through that moment then you know management to me means okay now i see what this is let's approach it in a different way and we'll try a million different ways if we have to but to me that's what management means you know um if you go into therapists and different you know doctors They'll have you believe that maybe medication is necessary or, you know, you just need to do more therapy or, you know, whatever. But let me tell you, therapy is a moment in time and it lasts for like 30 minutes, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) when it comes down to it, that everyday life has to become the therapy, you know, it has to become what you do on a regular basis and repetition of that. Is necessary because it becomes real life for them. It's just like us, you know, it's it's no different from you know what we call a typically functioning human, where you know, if you get a new job and you have to wake up at six o'clock where you, you know, used to just sleep in all day, wake up at 12, you know, do whatever right. you wanted to do, but now you've got this dream job and you're so excited about being there. But up, oh, here comes the kicker. You gotta get up at 6 a.m. You know, it's going to take some time. Sometimes you got to practice doing that before you even start. You know, that first week right before you go in, you're like, you know what? I got to start setting this alarm for 530 (laughs) because (laughs) me and 6 a.m. are not friends. You know, like (laughs) it takes that repetition. You know, it takes time to get that into your into your belt. And I'm um, an avid studier of finding. And you know, I I desire wealth, so I study wealth, and I realize that um, a lot of millionaires say millionaire mindset, and right. what that really mm-hmm. truly means is that you literally have to change what you've always thought to be to what is something totally opposite of that, right. and that is not going to happen overnight. No. It just isn't. <laughs> it's not. No, we would love for it to. Happen. Yep. yeah <laughs> we'd love for it too because i'm pretty sure we'd love to throw out a product and be a millionaire tomorrow <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but
0: yeah it just well, doesn't and work told like my that husband, I said, as much as because we've we've talked about this uh, just we love throwing out hypotheticals and different things and what one of the things that we tease each other about and all that <laughs> is motivation and and we're both motivated people but Mm -hmm. how we get there is very different yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is so funny like because i am very methodical and Mm -hmm. um he's like he does coding partly Mm -hmm. for his job so he he can do it and he's good at it but -hmm. it takes a little bit more effort to get to that very methodical repetitious side because mm-hmm. he gets bored fast yeah and, yeah um it's it's really funny like on so like for example um, mm-hmm. on dieting like I wanted to lose the baby weight so I'm like okay I'm gonna do these things and I'm gonna not do these things and then hopefully I can get there but mm-hmm. as much as I had a good support group I had to realize oh I have to do this right. this, this <laughs> is something that I have to make myself do and yes. so today, you need to do these things and then you don't need to do these things like mm-hmm. don't sit there and eat a pint of talking ice cream and <laughs> he was laughing at me and he was like I don't want I, I can't focus on the things that I don't want to do because mm-hmm. then I'll give up faster I need to focus on the very nice happy end goal not yeah. the methodical mm-hmm. daily I can't have this thing like ice cream mm-hmm. or something and mm-hmm. it's just really funny like I, going through the ways that people think and motivate and you know you both both of us get to our goals it's yes. funny how we do that and i think that's yeah. so true with kids and mm-hmm. and teaching the kids like there are different ways to you know do these things but you know working through it to make sure they get the tools that they need to problem solve and go Mm -hmm. forward (laughs) yes yeah yeah and I I love that I love that with your
1: kiddos (laughs) yeah it's so true um I'm actually finishing my bachelor's degree right now and uh I went through a course thank you I went through a course where um it was mostly about learning how you learn and you know, how to identify how other people learn. And I think it's something that we continue to evolve as we get older and how you learned when you were younger may change, you know, right. once you get into your career field or, you know, a certain part of your life or what what have you. So um, it's, it's really important to know, you know, how your children learn. And a lot of people don't know that that in the hands of the teachers and you know um principals and you know we expect for them to be the professionals but um that is just not the case they're only there for a moment in time so when we spend the majority of the time with our children it's important for us to know you know this is how they learn and sometimes that changes from subject to subject you know
0: yeah no that's that's very true,
1: yeah, yeah. so management and repetition I feel like is is really key when it comes to working with um, children with autism, but children just in general um, they have to really know that there is a purpose for what they're doing and they need to feel that on a different level, not just mom said, do this, you know, right. <laughs> we grew yeah. up in that era where it was like, do it because I said so, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but kids these days, they're like, but why? But like, that doesn't make sense, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's important. It really is important to make it make sense and, and do that on a, um, a religious kind of basis. It's important.
0: That's awesome. No, that's yeah. great. Um, that's really cool, and which I think ties in very well to the last couple of points um, on. So, like you have on here, like finding a connection point, mm-hmm. and then the the aspect of that there's a person inside. So yeah, yeah you want to elaborate on how you? Yes, really work I, can, that? I can
1: actually put those two together almost. Um, yeah, go for it. They, um, my kiddos. Uh, Like I explained earlier, you know, I kind of got to a point where I made that connection with them. I figured out where I needed to go to get where they were. Mm -hmm. And so one of the big things that I used, which is so funny when I think about it, um, is Disney. You know, Mm -hmm. I grew up um, watching Disney brother would buy me all the Disney movies that would ever come out on VHS. I just told my age. (laughs) We would buy the VHS tapes and we would watch them and we would sing the songs. And, you know, I mean, it was like a real situation for us. And as I got older, um, not only did I always you know, hurry up and finish my work while I was in school so that I could go into the special needs room and help the kids that were in there. Cause that Mm. was just like a thing for me. I just wanted to do that so badly. I would like literally hurry up and do my work so I could go over there and help them, you know, and I know, right. I just, when I think about it, I'm just like, that is crazy how it's just like always been, but, um, not only that but once I got to high school I started singing um, like right at junior high school level and then in high school through um, 12th grade I did plays um, you know acting singing Broadway style you know all of these different things so acting and singing was just kind of my thing so when I realized that my kids didn't really pay much attention to people in the room, but when the Disney movie came on, (laughs) you know, they laughed. They, you know, and so one day I was like, I'm going to be Ariel. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm going to be Ariel. And when that song comes on, I am going to sit on my table and I'm going to hold my hand up in the sky and you know I'm going to talk about how I want to be you know, where the people are you know <laughs> <laughs> and when I did that my oldest daughter looked away from the TV and she looked at me like you are crazy <laughs> That's you are yes. a crazy woman <laughs> but it brought a smile to her face and like That's awesome. it was a moment where I was like there you are You know like there you are and here I am you know I I don't have to be this um warden who's like (laughs) you know you need to do this you need to do that pay attention to me you know I'm not gonna be that I'm gonna join you wherever you are and um once she realized that I was willing to she would pick a movie she would like go <laughs> and put different <laughs> movies in and she'd be like look at she'll turn on the song and she'd look up at me like mm, what are you gonna do with this one that's <laughs> you know? awesome and, and isn't just,
0: that incredible too just the yeah. power of music like yes. i think about that so much with with different things and yeah. um yeah just the, the power of music is just mm-hmm. absolutely incredible yes um, I'm going to have to get one of our music people on <laughs> one of our friends that <laughs> that they teach music and yeah that that'd be a really cool thing to discuss in For the sure. future cuz yeah absolutely like yeah, it just it's such a connection uh, a connecting is. point with people that that's amazing.
1: Yeah oh. from different cultures different backgrounds you know yeah. whatever the situation is music it brings us together absolutely. in so many different ways. That's so true. Yeah
0: yeah that's great well I love that I love <laughs> <laughs> well and I admire how much like you have you've you know learned and worked through stuff and I'm sure that there's been lots of days and where you're just sweating and crying and, yeah. and having a hard time to you know I have to tell myself with certain things okay breathe deeply 10 times yes. like you gotta work through this it's okay it's, oh, yeah. I mean it's not great it's not perfect But there's stuff that we can can do and we can move forward and we can work through. Because life is hard. And that's what I tell people. Life is messy. Life is hard. Mm -hmm. But then you find those moments of just wonderful joy and the things that work that it's like, this is what it's about. This is awesome. Yeah. so And you know what I love?
1: the concept of um, <laughs> of the magic school bus and Miss Frizzle. <laughs> because she yeah. always used to say, let's get messy. You know, yes, let's get messy. Yeah, let's get excited about the mess. Because that's the mess true. is where we learn, you know. Um, and then I was actually looking at an interview from the cast of... Um, oh god what is the name of that movie the the movie where um oprah winfrey was um oh god i can't remember the name of the movie right now it was a book i know no it was um it was on netflix recently and um oh my gosh i can't believe Uh i'm just drawing a blank of what it is but the the movie was um basically about you know going into a different world and understanding that there's meaningfulness that happens throughout life and there was a mm. saying that they had in there it was um the wounds are where the light shines through Wow, that's And I was like, whoa Like Even when I heard it in the movie I didn't think about it as much as I did When they had the interview And they were like, you know Those are the moments where you get clarity It really is Like if you just skirt through life And everything seems fine You don't get to see the bad and the ugly That help create that better person that you can be You know, when you can see it and you understand it for what it is, this is a lesson. This is meant to help me understand what other people are going through so that I can be kinder, so that I can be more understanding. You know, those things are important for us to have. So we hate when things go wrong, but that's so necessary for the
0: journey. It really is. It really is. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to have to go and... I I haven't had a chance to watch a whole lot of uh, TV because, you know, with Boo Bear we've watched yeah. you know, Coco Melon and that kind of thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And of Paw Patrol course. and those kind of things. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um but yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go watch it. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And you know, I, my husband's he had a really rough childhood and mm. he says all the time, like, I don't wish some of those, uh, any of those things, on anyone, but it wouldn't just go back and change what those things were because that's what made me who I am today. Yeah. And you know, you learn and you grow, or hopefully, you know, people can look at things and circumstances and say, you know, I'm, I'm learning and I'm growing and growing stronger. And it's messy sometimes, but right. we're, we're we're moving forward, and that's what that's what I've told some people, um, I've got a couple of friends working through some really tough stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? It, I hate that you're going through this. Uh, I really do. And I wish I could just like, you know, wave a magic wand and, do the Disney thing and say, bye, it's gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know, unfortunately when, when things don't work out that way, um, it's just, it's like, you know, um, it, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't just stay where you are because I think that that's what gives us that hope too is you know moving in the direction of moving forward and and being able to share that journey with others so mm-hmm. um, that sounds like a lot of what you're doing right now and I really appreciate you sharing your story with us and yeah. um, that's I hope that our listeners I know I've learned a lot and I will continue to learn. Um, and yeah, I hope that you, um, I hope our listeners will find some encouragement from, from your story. And, um, I'm just so excited to reconnect with you after these years. And um, yeah. And so, so excited that, you know, like I said, when I see the things about your girls, it's like, you're, you're, you're so full of joy and they're so radiant and happy and, you know, Again, life is messy, but you you do things and you move forward, and that's awesome. So I'm so
1: glad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Me too. It's been a rough ride and it's not over yet, but (laughs) yeah, it's it's definitely um, worth every moment that we've gone through, and I look forward to what comes you know in the future and like you said i hope that people do get some inspiration from that you know just knowing that you're not the only one going through it and your, your kids don't have to have autism for you to be going through some of these things but yeah <laughs> you know yeah. It, it's not the end and um just keep pushing forward
0: yeah that's awesome well thank you jamie i i really appreciate you sharing today and um we're we're gonna get together soon with both of our families and and have our little kiddos meet each other because it's it's been too long
1: i know (laughs) i can't wait i'm excited for that
0: (laughs) that's awesome oh goodness well thank you so much to our listeners um please share this with um someone you know and Uh, Thank you, Jamie, for sharing again. I I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, y'all have a good afternoon. (laughs) Bye. Bye.